Okay, um, so let's get started. Hello and welcome. It's me, Matt, back from my vacation. And you're listening to Elite Rugby Banter, obviously. And I'm joined only by Ben this week. Hi there, Ben. Hello, Matt. It'll be good to, you know, get to our call, the, the t- two most committed podcast members, you know, yeah. just exchanging ideas, just, you know, yeah, no, cultivating no, no. A, a pod environment. Yeah, no, this is definitely a meeting of meeting of the truly great minds. And for that reason, I have picked stories that are pretty much within our wheelhouse when it comes to the news. All, all prop stories. Are they all related to props? Well, I did gloss over Vincent Koch just warning all, <laughs> all the Springbok players that, guys, the guys in the UK are frothing for this British and Irish lines. We need to be careful. I did gloss over that one. Of course they're frothing. Like, come on. Like, yeah, everyone's, you know. Yeah. But anyway, um... What I, what, let's start the news with something obvious and or big big news of the week while I was gone is that Argentine captain and notable racist Pablo Matera has signed a one-year contract to play with the Crusaders for the 2022 Super Rugby season after his finalization of his Stade de France contract, which is by the looks of an ending soon this year. Um, just uh, just initially, I would say he's probably former possibly current racist i think that would be a yeah. fairer description of fair fair sorry because you, yeah you know youthful like racist he may have matured out of it yeah we all we all say stupid shit when we're 19 and yeah i don't think we we want to give the benefit of the doubt but there is perhaps some benefit of the doubt if you are a more forgiving person no fair enough sorry yeah. uh, let me let me just yeah yeah, so just when we were thinking the Crusaders weren't overpowered enough, yeah. they don't they go get Pablo Madero. They're like, oh, where are we, where are we like, where are we like mid-tier at best? Yeah, where, loose where, forwards. Where, where, where don't we compete with international teams oh, and the loose forwards? Okay, yeah, let, let's what's find the, some. What's the best? Let's find some world-class loose like, forwards. What is so. easily the best free agent loose forward right now? Yeah. No, uh, it's yeah. a yeah, it's a hell of a signing. Um, I assume he, he's taking some sort of pay cut, to be honest. Like yeah, so apparently he's been super keen to. So apparently he thrived in Super Rugby and loved it, and has been keen to come back to Super Rugby somehow. So yeah, that's... like I do think Super Rugby was, I guess. You know, it's it's probably what made New Zealand, South Africa, and Australia so much better than the other teams for so yeah, long. Just, well, just not so like, much, but you know. Yeah, like just by purely like, like tempering yourselves against each other like that. Yeah, because it just it just kept everyone so sharp the whole time. I mean, look what it and did like, for yeah, us. I, I can I can see the appeal. And to to be honest, if I was a 24 year old sort of guy, kind of with say English or Welsh or Scottish prospects or whatever, and you were looking to kind of give yourself an edge, I would definitely consider going to play a season or two of Super Rugby. I mean, shit, even... So, um, comments are obviously incredibly split over it's incredibly unfair to 
the lads they've got there at loose forwards and obviously how you know they actually do have decent stock there and all that and other guys super psyched about it and then i think my favorite comment is you know what Adron made us made a storm of it let's hope Matera can also follow in the greats of the Americans coming over to play super rugby in the loose forwards I guess I guess there, there is always that argument it's kind of like the the nationalized player argument that yeah you know, who's whose kind of place is he taking so like yeah who but uh, like, like you you're never gonna you're never gonna have a situation where Oh fuck the Crusaders! You know their only their next open side is a 14-year-old boy. Like you know, you always, whenever you make a signing, you're gonna be putting someone out. Yeah. That's you know that's that's the nature of this thing, and it is it's an it's international. Like you can't really expect every player to be homegrown. Oh. And while while Australia does while because. I don't know. I think they are pretty weak and loose forwards, but there are definitely other sort of jobs for those players if they go, you know, start plumbing. Or, so, for example, go go play for, you know, the Chiefs. Interestingly enough, actually, the Chiefs have pretty good loose forwards. Um, yeah, actually, they all have solid, all solid loose forwards. Like that's the thing. Like I mean, we <laughs> we, we kind of thought... Duplicy Karifi's cuck. Oh Christ! Did you? Oh, you never. You didn't no, watch he any. actually, yeah, no, he had a really good game this weekend. Yeah, after I think all of my. Whenever I criticize a player, if I criticize a player, they just become shit hotter. Ben, I'm going to forward you my Thursday trades next time, like for the next round or two. We just yeah, sit down just... early. Anyway. Well, I, I, that that's how you should actually draft like look at who who i've had a go at like three weeks before yeah and like they'll they'll always play well yeah so anyway um by the looks of this article on rugby pass only tom christie and cullen grace have so far re-signed for the crusaders with ethan blackadder sioni havili talitui and fetu kamo kamo douglas all yet to confirm Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if Fetu Douglas is maybe thinking of going to play for the one of the two new sides. I wonder where he's actually where he's from. Yeah, let me Google and see. Yeah. Be interesting. Um, actually, that's not a bad segue. While I'm googling that, so apparently uh, Nadolo was approached by the Drua. Like it was like, hey, would you maybe play for us? And he's like, look, guys, I am too old to be playing as fast as super rugby is right now but i'm super jazzed about the whole thing oh that's, that's nice to to yeah. endorse it and a bit of a slap in the face of french rugby all, all I like no he's comment. playing for he's playing for bristol Bears oh, yeah, no, English oh, that's, oh that's even better <laughs> yeah, God, he's playing for Leicester. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah um yeah, like it's it's kind of just on his tour. I, I genuinely think he probably he probably is. You know my theory that wings yeah. peak at twenty four. So yeah, he's thirty three. So he's seven years off. No, six, nine years off your trot. Sorry. Yeah. So I just added three and four. Sorry, twenty four and thirty three. I was like, yeah, that's seven. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's fair enough. Like yeah. I'm glad he. It is a pity because I do think they could do with like one of him or Randradra or so you know then, there are a few... so apparently look if they've approached him they've definitely put feelers out to pretty much every every international to see and but i think yeah getting the dollar back would be 
was almost is the word totemic or whatever to have like ex Crusader Nemani Ledolo Nadolo playing for you. Yo, he would season. be he would be a bit of a would be a bit of a talisman. Yeah. I think one one of them should go after Izzy Falau. Just to because it would you know, it would put bombs on seats. Oh definitely. Where's he's Samoan, isn't he? Tonga, I think. Tonga. Oh, Fetukama Douglas. Uh, is born in New Zealand, so I don't know if he's eligible. I don't know where his folks are from necessarily, but he uh, was New, he's New uh, Zealand born. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe, it's, maybe it's just born and bred. Born and bred, yeah. Oh. But yeah, so there's that, and yeah. So yeah, he was of. So Nadolos obviously was asked as well because he was played for Fiji at the end of last year. After a two and a half, two and a half year retirement from international, he must played against them in that. What was that? That Autumn Nations Cup or whatever it was. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That was quite a cool tournament actually. Yeah. So I think he had a run out against. Like second game being cancelled. Yeah, he had a run out against Georgia apparently. Well, they only played one game, remember? Yeah. That was a nightmare. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Oh. Um. Let's jump to. Wait. Let's stay up north rather. So I've got two pieces of news regarding Ealing Trail Finders. First, the bad news. They've eventually managed to drop a game against uh, League New Boys Saracens. Well, you know, when a, when a new team comes to the league, like obviously you've got to, you've got to run out your B-side at some point. Like, yeah. you know, you've got, to, you've got to develop depth. And, you know, sometimes you catch a bloody nose from one of these minnows. You've got to, you've got to go with it. Uh. Yeah, and then... Following that, they've also, speaking of increasing depth, they've signed U.S. World Cup fl- uh, out, uh, flanker Al Jabouri of the USA Eagles. So he'll be joining such legends as former Kings player Bobby DeVee in their squad. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Todd Clever for a second. I was you like, are... fuck, I love Todd, I love Todd Clever. Is he even still playing a bit of Todd Clever. Fuck, I dig him though no, as well. Surely not. He was like, he was like, he was old. Yeah, like, he was old when you were like, he was like 34 playing in like 20, uh, like 2008 or whatever. Like he's definitely not still jolly. Maybe he's coaching one of the like the MLR sides and we just don't realize. He's he's a Kiltini's co- like style coach and that's why Gitto is arriving to practice on a motorbike in a beanie and a speedo. Yeah, I, I, I want to dislike the guiltinis, but I kind of like their vibe. Like, you know like I, I love the idea of just like, okay, cool. This is this is Gitto approaching the stadium in a fucking speedo beanie and on a bike. Oh, because do, do you know what they they've just they've linked into it, hey? They're like, yeah, this this is what we're about. We fucking like decadent. We, yeah. you know, we, we we don't give a shit. And they also they just dicking other teams because you know they actually know how to play rugby yeah, as well. Yeah, they spent the most money getting players. One of their forwards, I can't remember who it is, has also shaved himself a sick mullet. But on the side, he's also managed to shave in their logo that like martini glass with the G. He's managed to shave that in the side of his mullet. It looks dope. No, no, but I kind of, I don't know. Like, I feel... Maybe because their, their league isn't established enough. Yeah. But imagine imagine uh, one of these new teams joining Super Rugby Erta. Like, j- just was like that. They were just completely ridiculous. Like, hi, money, you know, don't give a fuck. Like, how cool would that be? Like, be like, yeah, these guys. 
No, exactly. It would be pretty dope. Um, apparently, by the looks of it, Ealing Trailfinders are also chasing promotion, which is, I think, the best part of all of this. I've, yeah, because there's no relegation this year in Premier League. Yeah, so they are going to have two. I think that one side is going to climb up and none are going to drop down. Yeah, but then I don't really understand. Because that, that's all right this year, but then next year, will there be double relegation? Fuck, who, who knows? I think. No, but that's the thing that. Because they're also talking about ring fencing that whole league at some point. So that just generally means they aren't going to start. The relegation's done then. Oh, Oscar, while ring fencing the league went for bloody football. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, with that. Uh, what's it? That Super League or whatever they invented. That Super League thing, yeah. Yeah, no, I saw that. So I listened to actually quite an interesting podcast on. Yeah, British one, which generally takes the piss of like various startups and so forth. And they had a guy on like just explaining how how useless, how like how the whole system, how the whole financial system around football works and all that, and how it essentially got broken in '92 and what and all that all that jazz. And how just how flawed the how flawed the Super League actually is. Let alone, you know, the, the absolute fan revolt. Yeah, but but it's fucking football's corrupt, eh? Yeah, so that's like, the thing. Like, so you know, this is being on a rugby podcast. Massive sweeping statement. Every professional football agent and agency is fucking corrupt. No, but that's the thing. Fact. So like, a, like a lot of the backbone, a lot of the financing, it's just ridiculous. They like, all the clubs are like massively in debt, and they just get these ridiculous loans. Because financial institutions know that there's at least going to be guaranteed revenue over time from like TV tickets and all that shit. So like they signing, signing like all these financial institutions and like investors are like dropping cash on these clubs that you know astute human being would normally be doing, and it's just floating this entire fucking system. No, and then yeah, like it's like you hear about the, the it's amount like, of. Th- these players are getting these players are getting paid and it's like why like you can't tell me it's worth paying this guy like whatever like you know like fifteen thousand pounds a minute or whatever like yeah or a playing minute yeah playing minute not just off time yeah like yeah like, oh, i don't know but yeah anyway. anyway um so after let's carry on with the downward trend um, so the Harvey Norman Super Rugby AU MVP was voted by fans, and I'm just disappointed in our fans generally. All the, eight of you, all look eight. down at your feet right now. Because the results are in, and apparently we didn't have in because more than eight thousand people voted. So I'm disappointed <laughs> that we didn't drum up enough. But so James O'Connor obviously won it with like thirty percent of the fan votes, followed by Taniela Tupo and Hunter Paisami. Oh, yeah. so the Reds seem to Reds have rallied pretty well because I don't think Paisami's been that great. He's been, yeah, so he's also not played as much as either of the other two. Yeah, no, no, like O'Connor, I think. Yeah, I reckon O'Connor probably deserves. Obviously, after Anstey. Yeah, but, after Anstey, um, O'Connor's was probably a deserved second. But also, like as we've discussed a few times, to to the to the uneducated eye, was it was very impressive. He's if Tupo were a six or a seven, 
I would say every praise he gets is what he deserves because that's where he's playing. That's how he's playing. He plays as like or twelve. He plays as a six, seven, or twelve I, game. I I honestly think he should play wing. I mean, if he drops like fifteen kgs, he can play twelve, no, or, not 12 even or fourteen. Drop fifteen kgs. Just how 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 heavy how heavy is Nadola? Ah, uh, true, I suppose. But Nadola's got most probably like a foot of height on Cooper. Cooper's not tall. Yeah, but you just have him. You just kind of you can protect against that. You just put yeah. the full back at wing on defense, and then you have him in the middle where it doesn't really matter. Yeah, true. But yeah, I mean, I mean, okay, we say that, but he actually did have some decent scrums as well. Not not this week, obviously, because he didn't play. But there have been moments where he has managed to scrum de- decent scrum performances. Oh, no, he's all right. But he's not. He's he's, he's strong. He's not technically good. Yeah. So well, that's the thing. I think he's got like. Preseason, I think he set a bench press record. Yeah, well, that's. But you know, okay. Yeah. But... Anyway, uh, yeah. So Connor's top joint top scorer with Matt Tamua. So yeah. Neither oh. of those played this weekend, so I'm impressed with that. Oh yeah, no, but the voting's been going on for a while because yeah. we were talking about it two weeks ago. So. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just interesting, though, but that's just chopped uh, point scorers. Yeah, so I think that's about it. Let's move on quickly to... So there's other news. I know Ant mentioned that Dobson has indicated that... Uh, who was it? Ruan Nulls. No, was it Ruan Null or Sinabella Sinatla? Yeah, no, he yeah. says Ruan Null, they're going to release him, but not Sinatla. So not, not re- so the, the guy who fucked the try, not the guy, the guy who's... <laughs> Pinged the red card, but I feel I feel very sorry for. Okay, Ronald, I think kind of has the history of it, so I don't feel that sorry for him. But like the way sort of blame falls in games like these, mm. because you know your it's sort of your fuck up becomes exponentially worse as your game as your team to, starts losing. Yeah, but no, but also compared to when it happened in the game. Yeah. Okay, because Ruan now looked like a bit of a tit. But if that had happened minute 15... We would have forgotten about it. Yeah, you would have forgotten about it. But obviously, because it was... It was to win the game... You know, yeah. we, we we remember it. Yeah. So, it's like... It's, you know, it's a bit... A bad timing, let's yeah. call it that. So, I just want to... I mentioned that because there's another player on the radar for deciding whether they're going to because this is obviously for preparation for the Olympics as well so Caleb Clark also has to decide this week if he's going to carry on playing for the Blues or shift to sevens because apparently so by the looks of it then pretty much all the sevens players who are playing Super Rugby are going to start looking at missing the Trans-Tasman tournament as well as they have to shift to sevens oh fuck Ryasi um, Ryasi had a good try this weekend, actually. We can come I back to would, that later. It's, it's, it's a weird one, dude. Because I, I would say generally, say like someone like, hypothetically, Rika Ioni. Yeah. If I was him, I would go play sevens. Oh, he'd be a monster sevens. He's got enough players. No, no, he's, he's already played sevens. That's where yeah. he had sort of his... Oh, yeah, his sure, you're right. But, um, the, because also this, because it's Lions Tour to SA... Yeah. It's a bit of a it's a bit of a bullshit it's a bit of a bullshit media tour for New Zealand. It's like yeah. 
who's coming? Scotland or Italy or something? Scotland. Like? No, Italy was supposed to come, yeah. Um, Ireland, uh, yeah, breaking news, Ireland did cancel their tour to Fiji. Yeah, of course they did. Um, but, 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 but you know what I mean, like, yeah. because really, what, what's, what's Rico only got to prove against, against uh, Italy? Yeah. But then C- Caleb Clark, on the other hand, could do with the caps. Yeah. And he could do, like, like it could be the kind of thing where he scores, realistically, how many tests against it? Three? three? Yeah. He could score seven or eight tries. I think and then suddenly be like, you know, and then sort of cement himself as this, you know, the the hot young thing. So it is a bit, but then also, you know, like, he could be giving up Olympic gold. Yeah, so it's a tough, tough one to, like, Yes, you could cement yourself self in the self in the team, but yeah, you've got that Olympic gold that you've got to think about. But then, but then you also wonder, like, a performance against Italy, is it cementing yourself in the side? It's like mm. when Ponderashavanga scored whatever it was, six tries against Uruguay. Yeah, true. And they're like, okay, yeah, cool, like, that's fun. Enjoy your yeah, one cap. Like, you never yeah, allowed like to. That, that didn't, you know, springboard his career into, you know. Fuck that oak was fast though. Eh? Shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So I, I Olivia is starting to have opinions. So I think on that, let's move into some of the results for the weekend because I think I've exhausted all the interesting news for us. I think the rest is far more in depth and like yeah. discussing who's who's likely to be playing for the Lions. I mean, fuck. <sighs> Mario Taji, Alwyn Jones. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, I told you she's captain. That's all I know. Yeah. So yeah. So let's move on to some more present. But I'm just gonna, seeing as Ben, neither Ben nor I actually watched any games. I was in the air, and I don't know what your excuse was. Um, I have two children, Matthew. Yeah, true. One is podcasting with you. I, I can hear the murmurs. Yeah. Can you hear me walking up and down? No, I can't hear you walking up and down, but I did hear the little murmurs, which is perfectly fine. I enjoy having a third, a third colleague on the mic. Once trying to put James to sleep, I walked because it's about a 25 meter stretch yeah. up and down the the pat here, and I walked 4.2 kilometers according to my phone. <laughs> just, 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 just. <laughs> you know, uh, just, oh, it was like two hours. Though. It was just like a slow, you know, yeah. you really sway it. Yeah. You like hit. You hit, you hit the, like your feet hard. Just you to do get like the, You do that like wide step. Stomp almost to yeah. get the jolt. Yeah. Yeah. Just to, but not too much jolt. It's got to be like a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a fine art, man. Oh, fair enough. I haven't practiced it much. No, I did. Fine. I, I held. Apparently, friends of ours. I managed to. I held their baby and I put it to sleep before their dad has had a chance to do that. So. Well, how do you do that? I don't know. I just I had one of those. I just held it in one of those dummies with the, with that like finger poke through, and I just rammed my oh. finger in its mouth, and I was like, go to sleep. And I was like, I hit it like I'm, I hit it like mankind with the mandible claw. Just go to sleep. <laughs> oh, nice. You pressed the go to sleep button at the very back of the baby's throat. It's yeah. good thinking. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's start with Super Rugby AU, the two-three playoff. So that was Brumbies versus Force. Uh, one of the many red cards this weekend, actually, I think we're going <laughs> to mention. 
Uh, Pulu took out, I can't remember who he took out. It wasn't really covered in the highlights. I did see messages about it. But yeah, uh, Brumbies managed 21-9 over the fourth. From the highlights I watched, Brumbies were a bit lucky to get 29 as uh, 21 points. I think that last try was a bit against the grain and a bit lucky by Tom Banks. Yeah. Would have been a bit closer. But yeah. I don't know. The, the force were having a good sort of, well, from what I saw, a good, a good like defensive game. But yeah. I didn't feel they were threatening. No, Frost wasn't threatening. But twenty nine is a bit, bit sort of optimistic on what the force should have given away. Like the Brumbies, it should have yeah. been a, it should have been a lower scoring game. Yeah, it should have been like a, you know, like a fifteen nine or something. Like fourteen, fifteen nine would have been perfect. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, that game's there. Uh, who one I do want to mention was it Falau Fayengo who tried a little grubber kick and like nailed one of the, one of the medics in the back with the ball, <laughs> which I was, I, I showed it in the highlights and I was like, ah, there we go, front row trying a little little dab through just nails a medic on the field attending to one of his own players. It is one of these things like because obviously wing and saying they practice these things so they sort of have the the instinct and the muscle memory that yeah you know like they they don't think it's not like okay i'm going to grab it now they just you know do it but i wonder what inspires a forward to put through a little grabber i don't know but i, I do respect the like the gumption of it like okay cool let me try this thing i've checked i've seen tom wright and tom banks do this how many times it can't be that difficult did, did I tell you about the time I tried to kick? Um, so, what happened? I don't, I'm not, but I was sort of behind a ruck, but probably like two or three meters behind the ruck, like arriving at the ruck and the ball just spat out. It was, it was like internal yeah. league rugby. So there's definitely some like shenanigans going on. Yeah. Spat out, caught the ball. And I sort of got a shock, and because of that, like my my natural forward instincts betrayed me, and I looked up, and I saw like it was just it was just open space. I think we might have had a turnover. That's how that's how I got the ball. Oh, okay. And then then I was like, and I looked up. Well, we were about sort of halfway, and it was just open space. Like their wing was up, their fullback was up. So you know, I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna kick into the space, but obviously it took me a while to process this. So as I kicked, and I must have telegraphed it as well, big time. Just like but, leg, just like wind your leg back for a solid minute. Yeah, but, but, but basically it got charged down. But I kicked the ball like straight into this guy's face, and uh, then it um, it ricocheted like right into our fly-offs hands, and they just like ran like a normal backline play. And I was like, yes just as I intended, just as the puppet master planned. You know what, that's a lot better than... Okay, so it wasn't me, but it was one of the guys on my team when I was playing internal league. Sort of, it was second half, and our fly half got stoned as balls at halftime, and we kept him on the field for some reason, because, you know, we were, we, were, we were a respectable side. And, and then he... For, for a fullback, he didn't kick much. But he got it in his head, he's going to kick it this time. And somehow, instead of just like, you know, as one like just drops it onto your foot and you hoof it, 
He fucking passed it like at his foot and just didn't let go and just passed the ball like directly behind him to absolutely no one behind him. So whoever was just charging just carried on running and picked it up and scored the easiest try of their life. So he just like threw it behind him? Yeah, like just threw it behind him underneath him. Just choom, And then like stood and, there. And this, this, this wasn't the guy who was stoned? No, this was the stoned guy. That's why he was stoned as balls trying to do this kick. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. We, we, had, we had a guy who, who we used to call smokes at half time because yeah. he, he smoked at half time. And then he was like, no, guys, this is like, this is serious. Like, I'm quitting smoking. <laughs> but then he comes to us like, like, almost like a petition. He's like, guys, can I start smoking pot at half time? And then you can call me jokes at half time. And we're like, no, you fucking can't. And he's like, oh, okay, sure. <laughs> so he just carried on smoking. No, fair enough. Um,. Let's see. Uh, let's move on to Super Rugby Aotearoa. And first game of the weekend was Blues versus the seeded second place side Chiefs. And the Blues, I think, managed a fucking good little turnout against them, beating them 39-19 by the end of it. Yeah. Um, do, you know, do you know what the weird thing I was thinking after this? The Chiefs are probably actually a negative points difference now. Yeah, they must probably are. Even even after winning after winning like six in a row, because they won them all by like two points and one point and three points. But also now, didn't the Chiefs also played like I think like 20, 20 changes or something in their side for this game? Like they literally trotted out like I don't know how many debutants and like just. But I, I because you know, yeah, but they, they were pretty. It wasn't a shit see? side nonetheless. Still, like they was it wasn't the worst side, but yeah. Who was it? The one? Fuck, what was it? I think it was the one Highlanders reserve prop. And I was like, fuck, if Matt sees this, he'll lose his shit. Like, this oak looked like bloody Rasputin. But like a big version of Rasputin. Like, oh, um, it was magnificent. You mean Hon- Ho- Honek? Or yeah, him. Yeah. Him. He looks I was like... like God. I was like, God, Matt must love this guy. Yeah, so... He, um, wait, I'm going to find a picture... Of there's a there's an old WWE tag or when they wrestled for WWE they were called Viking Raiders and he looks just like one of the missing two one of those two. Oh nice. Yeah. No no he was. Yeah. I was like oh this guy this guy like he looked like uh, the epitome of a club player. He hasn't started much though I think did he start this weekend? No, no, he was on the bench. He's not very good. No, he's not. That's why, like, I haven't drafted him yet. I've kept my eye on him. I'm like, the day he starts, he's coming. He's playing scrum off for me. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, yeah, sorry. Uh, Blues Chiefs. Um, yeah, yeah not a bad nice game. the Blues. So got Chiefs, one back. So I don't know what this means for the table, though. So Chiefs should still be on top. As far as I can see, Chiefs are still second on the table. So, like, that's the thing. Like, So that's why I think they also just... Round yeah. with so few players that they were just like fuck it. So yeah, who's oh AJ Lamb scored near the end of the game? Shit. Oh. Baby, Ooh. baby Ben Lamb. Oh nice. Um, sorry, yeah, like I said, was it Rayasi who scored? No, but there was a previous yeah, game. Well, no, I, only, I didn't game. watch the. I didn't watch the lot. Yeah, well, that was high. Yeah, but sorry. that game, I didn't watch the last. I watched about sixty minutes of it. Oh, okay. And then at the end. And was like, oh, Ben Rias, he's cooking, cooking. I was like, what are you on about? He's, I'm like, I didn't watch the last 20. He was like, yeah, he was shit hot in the last 20. Yeah, like, he's got a deep try. 
Um, yeah, so let's jump to that one as well. That Hurricanes managed to crack the Highlanders 41-22. Also a pretty good game. Uh, the highlights for this were a lot of fun. Dixon scored a try, which you always love to see. Ryasi scored. You know what the, the, the best bit was, was uh, Dan Coles' banter when he was getting a, a yellow card. Oh, fuck yes, because who it was? Gatlin who slapped him, pushed him like straight in the face, and he's like, what the fuck? No, he sort of, he kind of fell down, and then like kind of... Rolled Gatlin a bit. What would, no, what would be the correct term? He sort of grind, yeah, grinded grind. his elbow into Gatlin's head. I think that would be... Yeah. Oh no, Matt, I think there, there must be a wrestling term for it. No, 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 but, grind, grinding is... Uh, uh, yeah. And then Hunt obviously didn't like this, which is fair enough. So he sort of gave gave Coles a bit of a, a power push in the face. And then, yeah, then they both got a yellow. But Coles was like, come on, we just want to have fun. And, and the ref was like, go find somewhere else or something like that. Like, it was quite good bad time, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry. No, Moving no, on. We said this was going to be a quick one. Yeah. So let's jump. Speaking of cards, let's jump to. Let's actually let, wait. Let's do them in order. Bulls versus Lions. So Ben, you must be the most happy Lions fan in SA because they cuck again. Yeah. They're so shit. They didn't even manage a try. No, no, no. But I wasn't happy because I didn't feel they were they were playing a good brand of rugby. But, yeah. you know, Anyway, I want to say it's early days, but not really, because I just feel like we've been living fucking Groundhog Day of South African tournaments yeah. for the last bloody year. Like, yeah, so first you know, try, like the... yeah, I watched this. So this was fun. So the Super Sport highlights for this game, five minutes. The Super Sport highlights for the next game, ten minutes, which I think, and they don't even bother showing any of the kicks. So just for that. So, so I saw like no Lions play. <laughs> no, no, I, I didn't. I, I didn't actually watch this because yeah. I'm uh, not sure why I didn't. Yeah, Chris Smith scored the first try, quite nice, quite a good try. It was another try. What was it? I'm trying to remember. Oh, Zach Berger scored a try, which I was like, yes, boy. Which I think is also on debut. Yeah, I wonder. Like, are the the Bulls are playing the British and Irish Lions still? Huh? I don't know if they. But well, they might be still. Yeah. Actually, they might. Yeah. I think. I think that's going to be big call. I think that's going to be the start of Zach Berger's uh, career as like a Worcester Warriors legend, because <laughs> I reckon he's going to catch the eye of some selectors that game. Yeah. No. Definitely. Um, yeah. No. That's so. Uh, with that game under the belt, let's move on to the final game of the weekend, and that was Stormers losing. I think we've alluded to this 30-33 to the Sharks. Sia Khaleesi's first game for the Sharks. Was it his first? He didn't play it. Yeah. No, no, no. He played the other day. He oh, yeah, he played those. Yeah. yeah, but this is his first game against the Stormers in Cape Town, I should say. This is his first game in Cape Town as a Shark. Not at Newlands, though, at least. But what I do want to point out is Yaku Paper fucking loved the new stadium because he was, like, giving commands to the TMO, like, can you freeze frame it to, to this shot? I want to see the contact and all that. Like, he was relishing actually having a screen on the stadium <laughs> that he could <laughs> watch for decisions. Yeah, you know, that he did want to have to watch DSTV now on his phone. Like, it was funny. <laughs> he was like, yeah, like, who was it? was, um, whose high tackle was it? It was... 
I can't remember. It was uh, one of the it's one of the many stormers high tackles and faux pas where he's like, no, no, freeze it at the point of contact. I was like, now you're just getting cheeky, like as a ref. I don't mind that actually. No, look, it's it's fine to like measure. No, like, like I like I like that concept of freeze it at the point of contact because I think often you know when it slips up. Yeah. So that's what I think they measured was that basically he connected I think 85% body 15% head or something so then or something like that essentially <laughs> not quite those figures but yeah like he, that's just sort of what they did what they were sort of measured but yeah um, Shane this game it was going the Stormers way for quite a while and then the Sharks just ran away with it and then yeah Stormers surged a bit at the end and then as we alluded to it earlier Ruin now flubbed a bit of a cross kick and I hate to say lost the match for them because I mean if you let your opposition come back from the lead that they had it's not just on his on his head yeah um why did I think oh there was this also do you like a line out move hey I do like a line out move there was a sweet one um where they popped, where Fez, Fez scored off the lineout. They popped it off to the guy at the back. He runs hard, slightly inwards at the defender, and the defend draws the defender. And Fez just wraps around the line and then just eats that gap, pop pass and eats that gap between that they created at the back of the lineout there for him, and then just scored. Tr- scored. Oh, so it's like an, a no look inside pass. Yeah. Oh, I like that, yeah. That was very nice. And I, when I saw that on the highlights, I was like, ah, this is a Ben special. Uh, I do, I do like a, I do like a move. Cool. Yeah, but I think, yeah, that's all the games. Should we do some Super Brew? Or... I think this... Yeah, well, it's Trans-Hasman now, huh? Yeah, oh, no, 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 no. This weekend, week. this weekend is the final so Crusaders was, yeah, uh, out, yeah, AU and Aotearoa are both playing their finals. Aotearoa doesn't have a second, third playoff. Okay, cool. So first up. Oh, so so then they would have they would have caught up then. Yeah, so they caught up, and then I think next week is travel and resting, and the ten days or whatever. And then the week after that, they start in Trans Tasman. Cool. Yeah, so. First up would be at nine o'clock on Saturday morning, Crusaders versus Chiefs in Christchurch. So this is Crusaders by like thirty. Oh no, it's going to be the proper Chiefs, huh? Yeah, truly full strength Chiefs, but still, I don't. But the Crusaders are good at finals. Yeah, the Crusaders are like the most oiled, and they do score points in finals. They're not like a a chip kick, take the three, take the yeah. three final side. Yeah, no, I feel it's probably one step too far for the Chiefs, but I don't think by 30. You want to by go? 12? 12? Okay, uh, yeah, I'll take 12. Well, you can go more, Matt. We can halve that. We can say 20 if you want to go in between. Yeah, let's do 20. And then the next one, Reds Brumbies in Brisbane. I don't know, the, the way the Brumbies play, it's better suited to a final. Yeah, but the Reds... So apparently the Reds have been doing a lot of soul-searching after their, their one loss this season. Oh. Okay. 
so who knows? I don't, I don't know how to factor that into my prediction. Yeah, James, James O'Connor went to them with that spiritualist website cult that he's a member of, obviously, and just try to sign oh up God. the rest of his team. What's that thing called? I want to say like manpower, but it's not. It's something like that, yeah. Wait, let's. It's let's... weird though. Uh, I'm gonna search James O'Connor cult. Or, or the one guy is called Raiden, I know. Yeah. I got quite into it, but then they faced some problem, and then they meditated, and then like the next book wasn't available. I almost joined the cult. If the next book was available, I probably would have joined. James O'Connor. What's it called, man? Fuck this odd. They've hidden it like so deep down. Maybe they've already committed mass suicide. We've missed the we've missed the boat. Yeah. Oh, I'll come back to you now with it. I'll I'll put it in the show notes. It's hidden somewhere. I'm not reading an entire article to find this. Anyway. Maybe googling James O'Connor cult was not the best play. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So those I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna back the Rays. I'm gonna back form, and I'm gonna support Mitch on this. Okay, no, fair enough. I would also not say that's a terrible idea. Yeah. So I would say Rays by at least eight. Mm, yeah, actually, that sounds fair, because they are missing Hunter Paisami. Almost player of the season. Yeah, third, third in line for player of the season. But yeah. also one of like their strongest platforms for attack. Yeah. No, but they got the other one, the other hunter pass on me. Um, what, Taniela Tupa? No, not Taniela Tupa. The guy's always injured. Was that hunter pass on me? Uh, Pitaya? Yeah, him. That's him. I don't think he was injured. I think he was red carded. Well, he was serving a ban. Well. Okay. Okay, but well, yeah. maybe he's back. Yeah, I think he should be back. Anyway. Everyone, thank you for listening. Ben, thanks for joining me. Alex is on holiday. And Yo, Alex Adam, is in Nam, man. Yeah, Alex is in Nam. Back back, back to the home country. I think he's one of them. I don't suppose he has to do visa runs, actually. <laughs> no, no, I think Alex is... Alex has been here long actually, enough that I'm sure he's... Yeah, but he's, I remember, but he's not actually a citizen. Because I remember him saying you can't vote. So he's a perm resident then, most probably. Yeah, but I don't know why he's not a citizen. I think by now he could have got it. Maybe he doesn't want it. It's that quality NAM passport that he wants to hang on to. That's not a bad oh, It's probably about the same as a South African I don't passport. think it's much different from ours, to be fair. In Mauritius, is quite weird. You actually get some benefits for being like a non-citizen. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, oh, like you, you avoid like a bunch of tax shit, I'm assuming, or something. Yeah, and you could open up certain types of companies. and So, yeah, like I'm in a, in a, bit, a bit of two minds like at the moment it doesn't really affect me because you know i'm not uh, rich enough essentially yeah. but you know at some of the stage in my life it might but who knows i'll probably change the law by then so yeah you know, okay. you know keen to keen to ditch my green mamba uh, if you want to one day and then also adam being a less experienced father than you right now you know, adam needs one of these sling things like you could do it yeah, you could pod with the sling. We could have t- we could have five members on the pod at one time. Yeah. Olivia, this is your pod debut. De- James has already debuted. Yeah, James has been quite comments. vocal. 
Ja. Ja. Olivia has no comment. She slept for the entire pod. Well, apart from her little growling noises. Good on her. Well, let's say goodbye because it's been 45 minutes instead of 30. So well done, Ben. We managed to overshoot. That's not bad. We managed no, to overshoot. Normally we, normally we say 30. Normally we say 30, but does it do like an hour and a half? So. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> and everyone else. My wife's going to be so happy. She's going to come, come to me smiling with open arms. Yeah. No. Congrats. I'm glad to have saved your marriage for an afternoon. Yeah, um, I think she's glaring at me, but I don't have my glasses on, so I can't tell. Oh, unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrated too early there. <laughs> yeah. Classic, yeah, classic football, classic footballer early, early celebration. Yeah, oh, fuck. I think I might have just ruined all this. Oh, okay. nice. Okay, cheers. Oh, uh, cheers. Have a Bye. good one, man. You too. Bye.